What did he say? Uh, oh, I have that toy also. <laughs> I think we should do this on. We should do this on the air. Yeah, we should. Yeah, let's save it for the show. All right, should we start? Yeah, let's do it. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Okay, welcome to Make Room for Sports, ranked the number one podcast source for uninformed sports speculation for the 36th week in a row. I'm this week's guest host, Dave Dominique, subbing in for our usual fearless leader, Simon Barrett, who is indisposed in an unknown location for unknown reasons. Batting second, we have Mike Lucky Lochran. So psyched. Live in uh, scenic New Hope with a Linen Kugel, Summer Shandy, and my nephew, Arrow who is going to talk about uh, baseball and football. Do you want to say hi, Arrow? Hi. That, that, that's Arrow, E-E-R-O. And he's got a toy. Well, we'll get to the toy later, I guess. Well, welcome to Make Room for Sports to Arrow. And batting third, often referred to as the Make Room for Sports cleanup spot, we have Miracle Macal Britt. Oh, I like that miracle part. Thank you. I'm here in L.A. It's peaceful. I'm in a room. I'm not out on the road or doing anything crazy it's just like me a guy in a room with a microphone so it's going to be a boring episode is what you're saying uh possibly yeah all right well i'm ready for that well so let's start with arrow uh mike from what i understand you have arrow on to talk about to teach us about baseball yeah we're gonna do you want to talk about baseball first or do you want to talk about football first Football. football okay uh say whatever you want about football i want to play football (laughs) <laughs> he wants to play wow. football, but there's like a conflict inside the family. Mm-hmm. And why do you think you're probably not going to play football? Be- because I'm too little. Uh, how little are you? I'm like four. I'm, I'm four. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it might be a little a little and, bit. And watch what I can do with, with the little stuffed animal. That is very Whoa. cool. <laughs> does, does a so, stuffed animal play football? Thanks, Arrow. What? So, Arrow, what do you like about football? I just... I... Well, I have a football, but I don't actually play football. Do you throw the football? Yeah. Does your and, un- and my daddy catches it. Oh, nice. Does your Uncle Mike uh, throw the football with you, too? Mm-hmm. Who do you think would win in a football game between you and your Uncle Mike? Me. <laughs> because I'm the best football player. I believe it. What about... Let's get serious. What about you versus O.J. Simpson? Oh, God. Hard-hitting. That was a hard-hitting question. Yeah. Bad topic. Wait, well, I'll let him answer. What do you think, Arrow? You versus uh, O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> <laughs> I think he'll actually be available. Didn't is, didn't he? Uh, didn't he? Isn't he out on parole in a couple months or something? He is. That's right. So he we is. can we can find out in a couple months when uh, I when think OJ visits uh, Pennsylvania or New Hope. <laughs> New Hope is it Pennsylvania? You don't t- don't say where he lives. He he said it in his intro. Oh okay. Yeah no yeah we are in where where are we right now? Arrow. We're in Pennsylvania, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah we're in Pennsylvania. And Arrow, do you, do you have a favorite football team at all? No. I'm not on a team. I just play. Ah, very cool. Britt, were you going to ask a question? I was going to ask if we wanted to switch to baseball. Yeah. 
Arrow, what are your thoughts on baseball? Are you interested also in playing baseball? No, I, I was gonna say, my my little pet monster said good night to you guys. No. Oh. He said good night. Good night. <laughs> well, good night to your to your little pet monster. Is is that the end of the of of Arrow's segment, or does does he want to talk about baseball a little bit? I think so. Maybe I think Arrow's gonna go eat some dinner, and then we'll come back down later and talk about baseball. Oh, or he'll come down. I'm going to stay. I'm going to stay with you guys. I'm going to stay with my bros. That's friendship. Yeah, Arrow, uh, we think at, yeah. Make Room, at, at Make Room for Sports, we think you should play baseball instead of football. Yeah, we, we do prefer baseball. We think baseball Although, is cooler, more fun. We think you'll be really good at it. Better at football. Yeah, he's mm. he's making a hard case for football, but we have a lot of time to work on him because he's he's young still. Yeah. Maybe rugby mm-hmm. instead of football. Maybe rugby. Maybe rugby. All right. First, and then I'll talk to you guys. Okay, great. Right. See, we'll talk to you in a little bit. All right. Have a good dinner, bro. Oh, I hear a. I, what's that siren? <laughs> what? It, I heard it too. I think I heard it too. I yeah. hear it just like coming through the pines here in the woods. I think that means it's time for our top plays of the week. Top plays of the week. Oh, snap. <laughs> Brit, it's. It, from the outline, it, it looks like you already have a top play of the week lined up, or you had one lined up like like several days ago that you were excited about. I, I felt so excited. I had my top play of the week like last weekend, mm. um, and that just felt really good because a lot of times we're recording and I don't even have a top play of the week until seconds before we hear that siren. Sometimes your top play of the week is whatever I say is your top play of the week. <laughs> That's true. Sometimes my top play of the week happened like a year ago. Right. Um, But this one happened, I believe, if I'm correct, it happened probably this week. Um, I wanted Simon to be here because this top play involves Tim Tebow. Oh. You guys remember him? Great question. I saw Tim Tebow play live when I was in grad school. What sport? Uh, Football. Did he go? So you went to the University of Florida, right? Was he... I did. Was he yeah. A, what are yeah, they, the Trojans? The, no. Uh, the Gators. Gators. The Gators. Sorry. Yeah, you'd get you'd get run out of Florida for that kind of mistake. Who are the Trojans? Michigan State? Yeah. Uh USC. Oh, this USC, yeah. And uh and the Seminoles are Florida State. Florida State. That's the big the big rivalry is yeah, Florida State. What about the Miami Hurricanes? Do they hate them too? Uh I think like Miami because it's not a state school is like it's not quite as big as a um as a rivalry. I see. I, I didn't know University of Florida was state school. Yeah. Yeah. UF and uh, and FSU. the other one. FSU. FSU. Yeah. Those the are both state one. schools. Uh-huh. The other one. Which one is yeah. usually better between those? I think it alternates. Um, you mean in, in football? Yeah. It alternates. I think they go back and forth. What like are, all, I don't know, like all those college rivalries are kind of meaningless because they just take turns. They take turns being good like every five years. So besides Tebow, like what are, what are some of the, the alumni of University of Florida? Do you know? Uh, no, that's such a good question. But like I was there for like, po- like grad school and poetry. So we weren't exactly like keyed into what was happening football wise. Um, I'm going to. So yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go. I got to take a hard pass on that. I'm going to go into Simon's Research Corner. Simon's Research Corner. And, uh, oh, nice. Oh, you got the keys You got the keys to that? Yeah, Simon left the keys to his Research Corner with me. Um, so, let's see. You have to go to, like, a sub-Wikipedia page. They have, oh, my God. They have a huge Wikipedia page that lists, like, every team in the NFL 
and what players have been from Florida, so this isn't really efficient. Um, but since I'm already in the research corner... Uh, Emmett Smith. Emmett Smith, Emmett really? Smith. Yeah, okay. I got one. That's a good one. I was just... Yeah. I didn't have the keys to Simon's research corner, but there's a window and I looked in. Uh, that, <laughs> that's really good because I think Simon's research corner is like like not even equipped right now to answer this question. It's like too many names. Like it was like thousands. That's crazy. Yeah. I don't have the keys to the corner and I don't... I can't look through a window, but I know some guys who can do those things. Yeah. Huh. I wonder I wonder what uh, college has like the most Oh, Cam Newton went to the University of Florida. Oh, I got a good No, one. he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he went to Auburn. Yeah. He went to Auburn. Oh, well what? Cam Newton no, he did for a second. He did and then he then he um Really? He transferred. Yeah, he did like He's his freshman year or something. How do you know but that, Mikhail? Because yeah. I read an article about him a while ago and he went to he actually went to the same school that my uh, mom's Fiance, Spence Dog. We all know Spence Dog. Yeah. Oh, he, he went famously to the, went the braces. He famously went to Auburn. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He went to Auburn. But he, but I read an article about him about there's some backstory about how his um there's some controversy about his dad receiving money. Yeah. Or something, yeah. and he got. And he, I think he maybe he may have even gotten kicked out of Florida or something. But he was only there, I think, his freshman okay. year. Spence Dog. Can I rewind? So Spence Dog had what a controversy was... about, about getting money and uh. <laughs> no, not Spence, not Spence Dog, Cam Newton. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Mike wants to rewind. I want to name a couple other uh, no notable alumni, but let's let's rewind first, and then we'll do that. Yeah, you were. I, I was going to rewind. To ask. It sounded like you wanted to say something about yes. Spence Dog. Oh, but I couldn't make it out. It seemed important, though. Uh, the, the important thing I wanted to say was that another University of Florida notable alumni is Aaron Her Aaron Hernandez. Bad topic. Oh yeah, he's oh, cue up the notable. booze. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah. Let's a uh, moment of silence. Do we want to do oh. a moment of silence for him? Hey, would that be more yeah, appropriate than doing? We have a drop. We have a drop for that. I don't know, man. I don't know if we're gonna give a yeah. moment of silence to a triple murderer. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, but but listen, alleged, everyone. Alleged. Alleged. Okay. Um, uh, there's a lot more to a person than the worst thing they've ever done, you know? Ooh. Oh, Touche. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good point by McCall. Wow. That was deep. We need a, like a deep thoughts drop. Deep. Deep. Deep thoughts. Or, I don't know, like <laughs> McCall's Pearls of Wisdom drop? Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. Yes. Well, maybe deep, deep thought, or maybe just Pearls of Wisdom, because I'm sure you guys will also have some. Pearls of Wisdom. <laughs> I got two, two other people that, that Mikhail <laughs> likes a lot went to University of Florida. Joachim Noah uh, as a basketball oh, player, right. obviously. I saw him play basketball, too. Yeah, he was there at the same time. Oh, oh wow. wow. And Chandler Parsons. Oh, uh, uh, hottie. He's a hottie. <laughs> God. Is he? <laughs> Is that problematic? Let's see. No, it would be if you don't, if someone's a hottie and you don't acknowledge it, that's problematic. Could it be problematic if you, if I, if in editing I pulled up, oh, no, I'm not going to do this. Um, okay. <laughs> Chandler Parsons was voted like the um, sexiest NBA player in Japan, I think. Is that problematic? <laughs> no, that's just a fact. <laughs> okay. Wait, is he the guy that has a podcast? No. No, it's, um, it's Jordan, Jordan uh, Crawford and JJ Redick. Okay. And neither one of them is the same as Chandler Parsons. Right. Chandler Parsons is, is irritating because... I don't know, because he's, like, a white guy who's not very good. But, 
he's kind of handsome and he and remember we talked about it dave he has one weird record like the most three points in a in a in, in a uh, quarter or something oh yeah you said that and i thought that you were just doing a thing and it turned out to be true yeah yeah it's also irritating just that you know he's also really into hip-hop and he's been interviewed by like hip-hop magazines so i mean it's kind of an, he's kind of annoying that part doesn't bother me it just i you know just wait i have a question for dave yeah um who am I thinking of that used to play in the Pistons? And when you say Chandler Parsons, I'm thinking of this guy, but I know it's not the right guy. Tyson Chandler? Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, Tyson Chandler. Chandler, Chandler Bing? Yeah. <laughs> Get that reference? You guys lost me. So we're still in uh, Top Plays of the Week now, amazingly. Top Plays of the Week. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Mikkel. Mikkel? Yes. Totally, totally got it. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Thanks, dude. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it. Chandler Bing? Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Of course I didn't get it. Man, you guys are white. <laughs> All right. Um, um, did you see... I'm sorry. You said we were really white for knowing that. But t- did you see the Jay-Z video where he did uh, Black Friends yeah. remake? Yeah. So good. That was like really... And the way it gets all, uh, you know introspective and serious at the end and and then uh what's his name hannibal Bresk's part oh i thought it was i thought that was really incredible yeah, the whole really video good. and plus i love that Issa rae is in it because I, I love Issa yeah rae. she's amazing Issa rae, i'm scared for her though i'm scared that Issa rae is gonna jump the shark or that i'm just scared like for her in the way that like a child actor gets their like psyche and their like inner beauty ruined by overexposure uh, i feel like i just see like 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 how fashion forward she's becoming and how skinny she's getting and, and 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 I'm concerned for her a little bit. Is the And I see it happening to Reggie Watts too. Reggie Watts is changing because Reggie Watts is overexposed now because he's on um he's on that that yeah. that show with that funny funny ass uh little And he guy. has he's 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 been like working out and stuff. He's, yeah, his Instagram now is all about him like working out and getting skinny. I'm like, "Damn, like yeah. I'm kind of glad that I'm, you know, completely <laughs> completely unknown." Um, cause I feel like if well, you got famous, you might start working out and get skinny. I know. I might like get good, get healthy and like happy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's I don't I don't like it's, it, that worries me about Reggie Watts too. And what's weird yeah. is that I follow Reggie Watts on Instagram, and Reggie Watts's Instagram was like it was like very Wattsian for a long time. Like he would just post things and he would have no caption and he would never comment or never respond to anyone. And now he's become like really not articulate, but just. You know, he's he's writing captions and he's responding to people, and it's just kind of weird. He's becoming like this kind of public figure, and I, I feel like it's gonna be he's gonna become like unironic and like inside out or something. Yeah, I don't know yes. if I'm supposed to talk about this or not, but we can <laughs> cut this if we have to. Is that I suspect that's what's gonna happen to us after Rick Fox comes on? <laughs> like we're all gonna get we're all gonna get ripped and stop responding to other people on social media. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's a really it's like a. It's a really important thing for us to think about and like, consider before I can't, we... I can't wait. Like, since I met my girlfriend, <laughs> Michael Jackson, I've been like, I've been like, I know I'm a little, like, doughy and, like, I drink too much. But, like, once I get Rick Fox on my podcast, it's going to, like, everything's going to be worthwhile. All the stuff you've been putting up with in terms of my <laughs> physique and, like, the, the amount that I respond to people on social media <laughs> um like as soon as i get ripped and start ignoring people after rick fox comes on well now that we've let the cat out of the bag because I, I don't think we're cutting this out i think we should open it up to our fans um 
fans, you can you can submit questions that you think we should ask Rick Fox. Where we're expecting, we're we're assuming that um, Rick Fox will not be able to turn down our our invitation to come and, and talk to us for an hour for free. Um, I'm sure he has nothing else to do. So, um, <laughs> if you have any any burning questions for um, former uh, NBA reserve Rick Fox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you should send them to make room for sports at gmail.com and we will ask yeah. Rick Fox those questions when he does come on this podcast. And because sending the questions will convey to him that we have a lot of fans and listeners. So I really hope we get some questions. <laughs> <laughs> I really want to talk to Rick Fox, but yeah. <laughs> All right. So Britt, are you, is that the end of your, um, do you have more to say about, I don't even remember <laughs> your thing was something to do with my, Florida my, or. My play of the week was was just if you guys knew who Tim Tebow was. We did it. <laughs> no, no, there's more. There's more to it. Uh, Tim Tebow, which you guys, I now I'm aware of that you guys are aware of him. I was saying I wanted Simon uh, to hear this because you guys know Tim Tebow as a football player, but do you know that he's uh, he's now playing baseball? He's on the Mets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And He's not really on the Mets. Let's wait. Hold on. Let's, errors and corrections, please. Corrections and regrets. Is he? Yeah, no. Yeah, it wasn't clear to me if he's like you in know, the. Um, he's on a low the tier. Farm, he's on farm league or whatever. Yeah, and he's and he's you know. And again, it's <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Can we rephrase that? Let's rephrase that. <laughs> I don't think it's called. I don't think it's called farm league. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what that's isn't what it's, like Farmville or something. Something like isn't Farm League like the uh, my, like the nickname for the miners? Great question. Yeah, I mean they refer to it as a farm system. Farm sometimes. system, yeah. Um, but I love I love Farm League. He's in the farm league. <laughs> no, I mean I, he's not even like so. Yeah, again, it's just I. It's kind of like the Chandler Parsons thing, where Chandler Parsons was never. You know, he had that one quarter and stuff, but then he got like way overpaid, and ever since then he's just been like a like an albatross around the neck of uh, I guess it's the Grizzlies because he has a yeah. huge contract and he hasn't he's played like twenty games a season since then. But then Tim Tebow, it's like why is this guy famous again? Um, but uh, I was going to say something substantive about it. Oh yeah, that he's not even in like AAA, like he's not even in the top tier um, minor league league. Like there are, there are four. I looked this up actually when we were like texting about this a few weeks ago. I think there are four different minor league um, levels, and I think he's uh-huh. in like the like the second of four, like the second lowest. Um, he's not uh, even close to being like on the Mets. But yeah, but I'd love to hear his. Uh, well, well, one thing that happened. I know this is Mikel's play, but I'm gonna talk uh-oh. over that for a second. Um, I think like isn't it true that in his first game in the farm league, he hit a home run at his in his first at bat? I think it's true. Oh. Yeah. I yeah. did not know that. I did not know that. I That's think not so. my player of the week. That's awesome. Like the whole thing about Tim Tebow is that he's super Christian. Right. And so, and like in his one amazing um, stint with the Broncos in the NFL, he was, he like came in at the end of the year and like won a bunch of games in like really dramatic fashion. And like he's totally unskilled, but he's gigantic. I think that's sort of his yeah. resume for sport. Like yeah. he's just like a giant brute who. Like can't do anything right except he might have God on his side and he's he's big. Yeah, he might, he might have God on his side for sh- for sure. Um, That's yeah. all you need in America: God on your side and be big. Wait, what is uh? <laughs> That's why we're so unsuccessful. Ig- yeah, what's that word? We're over two. Ig- ignominious is that a word? 
Yeah, that's the word that's uh, it's on almost every page of a Scarlet Letter. So that's true. That's true. Can you see if this is a good usage of it? Another ignominious uh, University of Florida alumni is oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Ryan Lochte. <laughs> oh, he uh, went to UF too. Yeah. Oh, uh, I won't put in the uh, vomit drop, but that's what I'm thinking. On the good side, yeah. No, the vomit drop has been outlawed. But on the good side, you have Maurice Spates went to University of Florida. Like oh, him. all right. Oh, Mo, Mo, buckets. Mo Buckets. Mo Buckets. Yes. Love him. Um, on the conflicted side, not sure whether to cheer or boo, Joe Scarborough. Oh. Um, I think boo. I think, I think boo. boo. I think boo. Yeah. He's, come out, he's been yeah. pretty anti-Trump. I think he might have even switched to the Democratic Party recently. He, he did, but still me, I would say. He's pretty I gross. I would say boo. Yeah, okay, let's boo. Oh, I got one that I'll definitely boo for. Debbie Wasserman Schultz went to the University of Florida. Oh. Who is that? I'll boo the shit out of her. She was the um, <laughs> she was the cha- the chairperson of the uh, Democratic uh, National Committee last year. For like for like four months or something, right? Like well, I guess, I guess she got fired like after it was yeah. revealed that like she was openly like preventing Bernie from <laughs> from from uh from, right. like openly supporting like Hillary um with the funds of the uh, of the DNC uh, in the primaries. I won't boo her. I'll poo her. <laughs> I mean, she as much as anyone, you know, it's the whole DNC machine, but but or machinery, but like she as much as any anyone, I would say, might be like held responsible for uh, the current the current politics of, of this country. Um, or that's unfair, but you know, the, <laughs> clearly you heard it here just... first, folks. <laughs> We've <laughs> all heard our final take. <laughs> no, but clearly there, our the, final political take. Like the, the amount Blame of incompetence that, that it took to for for the DNC to lose last year was just, I think, astounding. And it's like she was at the forefront of of, of that. Machine. I feel really good about just like pegging all of that on one person. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I I think it's fair to peg it on the organization that she was that she was leading, um, mm. that was responsible for getting you know uh, Hillary elected or someone elected, um, someone that people actually wanted. Anyway, so we, should we move on to your play of the week involving uh, Tim Tebow? Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> well, my play of the week involving Tim Tebow is he was at bat and he got a pitch straight to the head the pitch just the ball hit him straight in the head oh i saw that and, yeah. um, and then he just he he kind of handled it well he didn't go down he didn't get mad he just kind of like walked around a little dazed and then uh concussed walked walk, walk to first base and kept playing yeah. yeah i guess he's used he's used to those hard impacts to the head and uh, to the noggin and it was just like wow you, most people get hit in the head with a baseball at the at the farm league level and um that's i know i would probably black out if i got hit yeah do you think like um no i don't know if i want to say this um how come what's your conflict oh because i just it's probably i don't know if it's probably i mean i don't just don't want to say asshole things that much on the air yeah at least i would love to i would just like Dave never gets dinged. It'd be really good for him to just like spread his wings yeah. a little bit it feels, in this moment. It feels good a little bit sometimes, yeah. Dave. Just like, sometimes let it, it go. Just feels, Take a chance. Yeah. Oh, let it go. Yeah. That's a drop. Just like jettison, jettison those ethics and just let, let it go. Well, I'm just wondering like, if as far as, like, I don't know what the, what the science is, but with concussions, like, I wonder if, like, if you're dumber 
like a lower IQ kind of person, if there's like a layer of brain tissue on the outside that's already dead, so when you when you get hit in the head with with a fastball, like it has to happen a few times for it to for the layer that's actually thinking to get hit because your outside layer is barely even functioning because you're like starting yeah. out already pretty low. I think that's totally true. I think the science bears that out. I think that's not problematic at <laughs> all. I think it's probably like in like in the in the old like TV shows where if somebody got amnesia, you'd have to hit him on the head a second time <laughs> to like bring him back. <laughs> right. I think it's the same kind of yeah. It's the same kind of thinking. Oh, maybe but, that. Yeah, you're between. Him. You're totally between the brackets there, Dave. Okay. Cool. That's science. That's science. <laughs> it's a drop. It's a drop. Drop that. You, you should definitely make that one. All right. Should we move but, on uh, to? And, the- and partly, partly, I'll just say I brought that up for Simon because Simon on the last episode said he's really angry when people are uh, talented at more than one thing so like he didn't like Bo Jackson and stuff like that so that's a bad Tim Tebow yeah that comparison in this case, though Tim Tebow is like kind of bad at two things yeah let's say he's like above average oh. at two things <laughs> I have a one more thing about Tim Tebow's brain yeah um, <laughs> yeah is that, a, is that a drop <laughs> Tim Tebow's well, brain. you know how they like a long time ago they located the part of the brain that like lights up the most for pe- people that have faith um, oh yeah yeah this is I just this is like a pretty loose theory that I'm cooking up right now. But like, is it um, is it what happens if T- Tim Tebow gets concussed and loses his faith? Like, what if that part of his brain goes dark? Oh. Or or what happens if you get a concussion and then you have faith all of a sudden? Oh shit! Yeah, I have to yeah. definitely well, avoid uh, avoid the head injuries. <laughs> I wouldn't want that to happen to me. Because you might get faith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I would love, love to accidentally have faith. That seems like the way to get it. Right. That's probably like the only way to get, you get it. Clobbered, you get clobbered, and then all of a sudden, like, everything makes sense to you, and you feel great all the time. Make room for sports. <laughs> uh, it's not, what's the author? What's that author? The, uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, he wrote that book, like, The Man Who Mistook His Wife for a Hat. Oh, yeah. Um, the ner- the neuroscientist. Yeah, it he sounds like one of his weird, weird stories, like where he he documents bizarre cases where things like that happen. Oliver <laughs> Sacks, Oliver Sacks. I'm gonna edit yeah, out all that. Oliver Sacks. Right. Yeah, all that. Oh, that dead guy spaces. has a beautiful voice. I love that guy's voice. I haven't heard his voice. Uh, yeah. Like a beautiful British, like very soothing British accent. Mm. I like those. Yeah. We we should have a we should have a British person oh, yeah. on. We should, should have, have Scully on. Shit. Scully, our high school friend, sort of sounds British now. <laughs> he's Does he really? Yeah, I talked oh, to wow. him on the phone we, a couple um, weeks ago. He's been living in London for 15 years, and he's sort of picked up a lot of the accent. What if we make Rick Fox talk in a British accent? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's an actor, so he probably knows how to do that. I can picture yeah, him seriously. speaking with a British accent. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm under the impression he'll do what, what, what we tell him. Like... <laughs> If he wants to come on, he's got to play by our rules. We could just have someone with a British accent come on and say it's Rick Fox talking in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My friend Sophie has a British accent. Maybe we could use her. Okay. Um, just say it's Tim Tim Fox. Or what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, Tim Tebow? What if we got... Come on, Mike. Well, it's former it. Los Angeles Lakers reserve Rick Fox. How could you not know that? <laughs> um, okay. So Doctors I, told Tim Tebow's mom that uh, she should have an abortion and that Tim Tebow might be a stillbirth because she found out she was pregnant with him while recovering uh, from a coma. Oh, but wow. she ended up giving birth to him and ta-da! That, that, yeah. yeah, ta-da! That's why he can't get concussions. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. 
I think we should move on to uh, to Mike Lochran's play of the week. Top plays of the week. My play of the week is uh, I'm going to steal a move from from Dave. I have a play of the W E A K. Oh, cool. Which is uh, me. I'm the play of the W E A K. <laughs> Um, because the last time I was on the on the show a couple of weeks ago, I was sort of um, thinking out loud that I might be done with the NFL. Like it might be, I can't handle it. Mm-hmm. But then sure enough, I got home from this long trip I was on and the Eagles had, it was like the first preseason game that I was in town to watch. And like, damn, if I didn't like get snacks ready at six o'clock and like go out and get beer and like set up my normal <laughs> ritual and just like really, really, really enjoy four quarters of like third string nfl football wow yeah preseason like, at that <laughs> feel, like, feel great about it and like text a bunch of friends and like talk to my family on the phone so i am disappointed with myself and i aim to do better next week oh better it's like at, at not ad, that's kind of like addict behavior kind of where like the whole ritual is like part of the addiction and like oh yeah yeah you know? yeah no you're totally right you're totally right yeah um so, uh, yeah. Joe Bet- so if anyone heard those dings in the back, no, let me let you finish. No, that was it. I was just kind of grunting. <laughs> if, if anyone heard those dings in the background, were, were those audible to you guys? No. Oh, no. my uh, my my phone was going off, and it was actually a text to both me and Mikal from Joe Baptista, yep. a weekly listener to the podcast. Apparently, I just found this out. Um, who just sent yeah. us a link to uh, to Computer Love by Kraftwerk. And oh, nice. And it's funny because I don't think I told Joe this, but I've been listening to Kraftwerk like nonstop. So that's, that's pretty Wait, cool. is that just like a random Kraftwerk link from Joe Baptista? Yeah, he like yeah. randomly cuz like sometimes in, in this in this um in this group chat of Joe McCall and myself, we'll send like links to stuff on Spotify. Um but it's usually like pretty obscure stuff, so I don't know if it's that that Yeah, I don't know why he sent this song that like we probably have all heard a hundred times. It's Unless cuz it's it's remastered or something. I mean, it is remastered, but I mean, it doesn't sound. I mean, it's still the same. I don't know, but you know, great. No, no, shout him out. That's that's friendship. That's friendship. Big shout out to that Joe Baptista. Yeah, it's like, yeah. what bigger sign of friendship than being like, I'm enjoying Kraftwerk right now, and I want my I want my bros to enjoy it right now that's too. Right. Yeah, oh, that's it's beautiful. It's yeah. Totally beautiful. Thanks, Mike. All right, so I guess I'll do my play of the week. Um, my play of the week is actually. Both W E E K and W E A K week, and okay. it's that um, this week the head of the NFL Players uh, Union announced that in 2021, when their contract runs out, the NFL players are definitely going to strike, and will and definitely plan on getting locked out um, by the owners because they're going to they're going to be aggressive about trying to get better contracts for NFL players. And so while part of me wants to applaud that because the NFL players are, are I think, probably the most mistreated players um, in all of professional sports, not just because the sport that they play um, <laughs> destroys the brains of 99% of them, according to recent studies, but also because their, their contracts aren't guaranteed. They, uh, they play the most violent, dangerous sport. And the owners don't guarantee any of the contracts. So if you get injured in the NFL and you have a five-year contract, like in your in the first year of the contract, basically years two through five of that contract are void. They just it's, it's like it's written on toilet paper. It doesn't count for anything. They don't have real contracts. Um, that is kind of bullshit. Which is appalling. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. Um, it's not like that in, in in any of the other major sports. 
and wow. they, and they also have the most um, rigorous drug testing of any sport, um, much more than say like baseball or hockey. Um, and so there are there are a lot of racial politics to to the the weird rules um, for NFL players and their contracts. So while I think that's great that they're going to strike, I think it's like super weak that they just don't strike this year. Like why don't they just go on strike now? Like why do they have to wait till twenty twenty one? Most players there are thirteen hundred players in the NFL. Uh, probably like the vast vast majority of those players will not even be in the league in twenty twenty one. So it's not even like they're going to benefit um, from this like four year advanced threat of a strike. Why, so, yeah. Why? Why? That's really weird. What do you don't know? You don't know why? There's no well, explanation of it's why. It's just that's when their contract is up. So they're just they're not going to sign a new contract along this, the same lines that they've been signing. They're going to try to get like more humane <laughs> contracts. Uh, wait, um, that's and, uh, that's yeah. when whose whose contract? Every NFL player. Well, so every NFL player has an individual contract, but also there are like general terms that all leagues follow for their players. Like these are the standard lengths of contracts. This is the way contracts work. If you get injured or you know, if there's a trade, et cetera, like there are all kinds of like, um, Oh, and that contract yeah. is up in 21 and 20. Yeah, exactly. Like the league wide oh, players see. union. It's the union. The players union has a contract yeah. with the owners. So, um, group. I see. Yeah. I see. So they're waiting until that. And I think that's pretty weak. I think they should just strike right now, especially in light of, of, of the recent studies. Like they have plenty of ammunition to say like, Hey, like we need a way totally. better deal. Um, that's my play. Yeah, both that and also the, the political climate seems to really suggest that like the players have never been less aligned with the various front offices. Mm-hmm. Um, I think every league would be drastically improved if the players all like went on strike and started like all new leagues and I, just like walked away from every professional organization. I totally agree. I wish the I wish the leagues were player player run. I mean, the NBA players had a really effective um, contract negotiation a few years ago um, and negotiated to get like a really big share, I think 50% share of, mm-hmm. um, of the league revenue. And that's why their, their contracts are so high now. It's because that's what they're worth. Like that's, well, they're worth actually double that. Um, that's, that's what they earn like for the yeah. league in, in, in revenue from TV stations and advertising, et cetera. So, yeah. um, but the NFL players don't have nearly like that generous of, I mean, it's not even close. Like there are players in the NFL who, you know, are basically household names are in the top three of their position and earn under a million dollars a year. Um, right. And their contract's not guaranteed. So if they get injured, that could be it. Like if they have like a catastrophic knee injury, which happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, let's vote since we never remember to vote. Um, okay. So I will start. Is... We have. Is oh, Tebow you guys, getting struck? You guys, you guys vote and uh, somebody vote twice for me. I need a five minute break. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take right. Mike, Mike Lockerin's vote, or maybe we could, we could split Mike Lockerin's vote. We could each. We what could would each, happen if, if? Oh, how do we do this? I don't know how to do this. What would happen if what? I was gonna say, what if I go take a five minute break too, right now, and then it's just you, and then. <laughs> you could try it. You could try it. I'm, no, no, I won't. I'm not gonna. I don't want to. I don't. I'm scared. <laughs> um, well, I'm. So it's Tim Tebow getting struck in the head. Mike, uh, Mike Lockerin. Um, uh, uh, going against his statement of boycotting NFL and, and watching a what a a preseason game or something. Yeah, like watching watching like the third string play, like not only watching it but like setting up like elaborately for it. Right. And then um, your play about the uh, NFL contract players why they're not why they're waiting until twenty twenty one to strike. Yeah, I vote for you. I vote for your play. 
Oh, thanks. I vote for your play, Tim Tebow getting struck in the head. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, how do we do Mike's? I'd say Mike probably votes for his own play because he, cause he, uh, <laughs> he said it. So I think we have a three-way tie. And I think Damn. actually, I think, did we just lose Mike? Oh, no, it looks like he's still on the call. Okay. Did we lose me? No, I thought I heard a hang-up sound, but I think it's oh. okay. I did. No, I, I heard a hang-up sound, too. Well, let's see. Um, and I only see, yeah, like, the image on Skype used to be your picture and then a circle that said ML, uh-huh. and I don't see ML anymore. I just see you. Ah, shit. Okay, we probably lost him. Well, um... He can call back. He'll call back. Yeah, he'll, he'll call back, right? He'll call back. <laughs> yeah, no, you know, he definitely, I know he will. He, he will. I'm he asked sure, I'm sure he didn't quit the podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so should we go to uh, to regret errors and regrets and corrections? Yeah. No, because Simon's not here to defend himself. I'm so. curious at what this was though, because I don't. Th- I listened to like probably two thirds or or seventy percent of last week's episode, but I didn't. I didn't listen to the whole thing. Was it towards the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was towards. Yeah, it was when we were talking. I'm comfortable to- deliberating on this without Simon. He doesn't listen to. This. He's not going to listen to this episode anyway. Well, it was when he was talking about uh, uh, Spice Girls. I think. Did you get to that part? I got to the part where you guys were naming. Wait, no, I don't remember. I think there was somewhere else where where people were talking about Spice Girls this week. Why were you guys talking about Spice Girls? Um, oh yeah, she like named all of them, which I thought was really impressive. The uh, Simon's uh, guest friend. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why we got onto Spice Girls, but we got on a little Spice Girls tangent. Oh, I for think back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm nice. back. Yes. Whew. Sorry, guys. I'm, I've been using my sister's uh, hotspot on her phone because her Wi-Fi got busted because a tree fell on a neighbor. A neighbor's like internet line the neighbor goes by the moniker irish eddie murphy oh cool he sounds great so irish eddie murphy had a tree come down and then uh there's no wi-fi but then my brother-in-law was calling her phone so i had to run the phone upstairs but i'm back is he okay irish eddie murphy Uh, irish eddie murphy yeah is he okay Nobody cares about him. I mean, what matters is the podcast is the podcast has gone great. Uh, okay. We have like tons of zingers, tons of like we're you know lots of friendship, lots of zingers. We did it. Yeah, I want to be Irish Charlie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, there's an opening. I think that's a vacancy. Actually, you can be that. It's just like waiting out there for someone. Um, so we were, we decided, or I, I sort of decided as hosts that because. Mikhail had reservations about talking about challenging Simon's. Well, you say it. He had reservations about about what he's about to do. But I said, "Nah, let's go ahead and do it." Simon's not going to listen to this episode anyway. Yeah. Corrections and regrets. Great. Well, so Simon used the phrase cognitive dissonance. He used it in terms of um, his confusion. He was having a moment where the name Spice Girls. He was comparing it to like when you write when you write a word or you say a word over and over and it starts to feel weird in your brain and you can't, you're like, is that really how I spell it? Or should like, we rewind that? You... Should we rewind that? Yeah, we yeah, should. Yeah, let's rewind that. Okay. Yeah, we should. There was this, boy, I, like for some reason, I'm a little tired today. I'm a little hungover. Aren't we all? But I'm really having, I'm really having some extreme cognitive dissonance. Like, you know, every now and then when you like write a word and, and you just like look at it and you're like, that can't be right. Like, like yeah. you know, but it's like some word like bored or something, and you're just like this. That that doesn't look right. That's how I'm mm-hmm. feeling right now about the Spice Girls. You're it's like, like, was that really the name of the group? Wait, was that a was that yeah? The group for like, <laughs> I have all these memories, but they can't be right. Anyway, uh-huh. um, so you just heard it. 
And I didn't say anything at the time, but he did not use, I'm saying he did not use cognitive dissonance correctly to describe what he was experiencing because cognitive dissonance. Well, wait, this is, is a new segment. It's a new segment. This one's called Mikel Lays Down the Law. Mikel Lays Down the Law. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cognitive dissonance is um, the idea that when we have a conflict between our like beliefs and attitudes and our behaviors, um, with the theory being that we always are trying to have harmony in our brains between our, our behaviors and our beliefs. Uh, an example would be knowing that smoking cigarettes uh, causes cancer, but yet still smoking. And so your brain has to come up with basically like a reason why you're okay with that or why it makes sense for you. Um, so Simon's usage of cognitive dissonance, I mean, I know Simon speaks very confidently and everything, but uh, and he didn't, he wasn't using it I feel like cognitive right. dissonance has a, has a broader set of meaning, meanings than, than maybe, your, your de- your def- I feel like your definition is kind of narrow. Let's analyze it. You, you mean like okay. there's a clinical definition, and then there's like ways of using it in like regular conversation uh, that are acceptable. I think that's the issue. Maybe let's. But it sounds like Simon. I was only kind of listening to most of this. Make room for sports. Um, but <laughs> I think Simon was just describing like it sounds like like he was just confused about something. <laughs> right. Okay. So. <laughs> Um, there should be a word for what Simon was experiencing, which is, as Mike said, it could have just been brief confusion. Maybe we call it a brain fart, but no one wants to say that. But um, there should be a word for it, which is like that confusion of like thinking, remembering the name Spice Girls and being like, was that really the name of that group? Like, Th- wait, That's definitely not like, cognitive dissonance, yeah. If that's what happened, that's not. That's what happened. Okay. Yeah, well, so. Simon, you've been corrected, and now we can. <laughs> now we'll find yeah. out if Simon listens I mean, I think to episodes that he's not on, because I would assume <laughs> that he would respond to this in some way. Because he's been severely uh, 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 dissed by me and um, yeah. put in his place. And Simon's a man, and, of, you know, above average self-esteem. He's not going to just take this. So if he doesn't say anything about it, we'll know that he definitely didn't listen to this episode. <laughs> what matters the most to me is that. Um, like since Simon's not here, I have nothing to lose by taking Mikel's side and like trash talking Simon. And since Simon won't hear this, I have literally nothing to lose by just being like, yeah, like Simon's a fool. Uh, he was like speaking out of turn. He was way outside his element. Mikel's the expert. I defer to Mikel. I like Mikel more. I prefer Mikel's company. There's no downside to me saying any of that. That's amazing. I love, I love your calculation there. I'm learning so much about like all three of you. That's Frenchie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So moving that, on to number Simon. four on the, on, the, on the outline, it's that episode 735, last week's episode, had no outline, exclamation point. I didn't make this outline. Uh, I didn't see the Let's get serious. Um, do you have more to say that's about just that? A, that's just a fun fact for the audience. So for the audience to contextualize this, um, some weeks we have like extremely elaborate outlines that have a lot to do with sports and current events. Some weeks we have extremely outline, uh, elaborate outlines that have almost nothing to do with sports or current events. And some weeks we have no outline at all. And uh, 
last week. Well, I think that was the only, I think last week was the only week where there was just no outline. Well, I think actually, so I think there was another one. I don't remember if it was in June or May, and I never said anything to you guys, but there was a week when we did one with, with almost no outline, or the outline was so scant or <laughs> irrelevant that like we didn't use it, and it was kind of a poor oh, episode. Oh, yeah. Um, it that's was right, like, that's right. It was either like June or May, and I sort of decided, just, like within myself, let's get personal. After that I was like, I was <laughs> going to do my best to like not let that. I just could see that it was pretty clear that if we had like a like a, a long outline, more than we could get to, the episodes would be pretty good. And if we didn't, they'd be shit. Um, that's right. I, I agree with you, and it and and yeah, it was based on that episode. But last week's episode was actually good with no outline. Maybe yeah, disproving. So theory maybe when we have guests maybe when on, we have we a, yeah that's what i was gonna say knock on wood yeah yeah oh. hey did we get to the jinx. did we jinx. do corrections and regrets yeah i think we can't talk again <laughs> we can't talk until we say his full oh. name all right mikhail alexander Britt. um what uh thanks what did you say Mike? great question i asked did we do corrections and regrets yet for this week great question uh yeah that's what uh cog- the cognitive dissonance thing while you're gone was, was uh, yeah good. so you can go ahead so i didn't i didn't miss it can i because i have one can i do it yeah corrections and regrets so apparently i don't know if you guys my mom emailed the email for us <laughs> really i haven't checked with a, a correction yeah and and then like so it's like two a she offered a correction and then b like a week after she emailed us she called me to be like, did you get my correction? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I kind of forgot we had an email. So it's kind of like two, it's a correction that she offered and regret that I have that we, I guess, no one's checking the email. So we might have like, oh. there might be like a hundred Rick Fox emails in there. We did it. Just like what time, <laughs> uh, like I'm sitting on Skype right now, I'm waiting. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I can do British accents, I can do French accents, like whatever you need. Um, my mom corrected something Mikel said in the episode that I did from behind the dumpster, which was maybe three episodes ago. I forget. Um, where Mikel intimated, and I don't remember this, but apparently Mikel intimated that my mom was really good at softball. Play ball! <laughs> um, and I so did. my mom... Each, yeah, she emailed in to say that she didn't know what you're talking about, and that a she's never played softball, and b she's not a braggart, and she would never say that she was good at softball, <laughs> even if she were good. <laughs> um, that's, so I, I, I now yes, Mikel has true. the floor now. If, if you want to like explain yourself or apologize, like whatever you, however you guys need to make peace. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just teasing her. I just thought it was. Uh, I was just wondering if she was like still listening, and it was more of like I was just kind of teasing her. I, I would. I would have. That's friendship. I would have said that. That's like, friendship. That's friendship. Impre- yeah. That's friendship. That's true. It's definitely friendship. I love how many times in this episode, Mikel has revealed that he just does stuff to see if people are listening. <laughs> busted. Busted. <laughs> yeah, totally busted. Yeah, no, my mom was so listening that she like sent an email. I got the impression like as she was listening to the episode, she like went to the computer to send an email to us but then yeah and then she was worried that we weren't well like checking the email and i have another like inside baseball uh thing i i'm like frantically like trying to log in to our our gmail right now but our <laughs> our password is like so crazy and so like cognitively dissonant 
that I I can, <laughs> I can never actually remember it without looking it up. It's not right. In, uh, it's not right. It's just... <laughs> in, the, in the email. Um, so this could be our first opportunity to have something bleeped out on on the air. Can one of you just tell me what the what the password is? Dude, I've been emailing about this for a long time. I the, her password yeah. is terrible. I love it. I, I think it's so I weird. That it. I, I love it, but I can't. <laughs> it, I can't. It has the word it. Yeti. It has the word Yeti in it. No, I don't. I, oh, that's weird because I didn't think it was that. I thought it was Yet is. Uh, oh, maybe it is. I always thought it was Yeti. Is plural. <laughs> is it? Is it? <laughs> yes. But I, I'm putting that, and I can't get it. And. So, no, because this actually, this, this happened. People can now just like break in and leave us emails from the inside, <laughs> like from the sent file. It totally doesn't really matter if people this, have, unless no, it matters because they could lock us out of it. <laughs> I have a running inside joke with your mom where I'll always just like if we're talking about something, I'll be like, oh yeah, like you know, she's great at that or she loves that, even though it's like not necessarily true. Right. Oh, you know what's yeah, weird? No, it's so a, it's a good joke. It's definitely a good. So joke. I was just. You know what's Doing weird that is that uh, Gmail doesn't trust that I'm supposed to be in this email, so they want to either call or text Simon. I think because the Simon's oh, yeah, phone number and Simon have to call Simon right away. Yeah, That's I'm gonna weird. do it right now. Does um yeah. does Simon's yeah. email end in six zero? Uh, I mean, sorry, his uh his uh his phone number. I think it does. Oh, it does. Yeah, I think it does. I'm t- so oh, whoever it is. Just- yeah, it doesn't matter if it's not Simon. Just call that person. So this doesn't is like matter. another opportunity to see if Simon actually listened to the podcast because we're like literally harassing him right now <laughs> like yeah. while we record. Um, okay, so I'm going to leave that as it is. And then the next thing on the uh, the outline has to do with something that Mikhail sort of got interested in as a project a long time ago, and it sort of dissipated. Um, and then I was encouraging him to start it back up. So when... when uh, Rajan Rondo and DeMarcus Boogie Cousins played together on the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Macau started referring to them as Rondo and Boogie and <laughs> had the idea that he should start uh, creating fan fiction about Rondo and Boogie. But then when, when they broke up, uh, because Rondo was either traded or didn't get his contract renewed from the Kings and played last year on, uh, I don't even, what team did Rondo play on last year? Uh, the Celtics. Bulls? The Bulls, yeah. Uh, oh, no, yeah Bulls, the Bulls, sorry. He started no, on the yeah, Celtics. The- but yeah, he played on the so. But now, amazingly, Rondo has been signed to the New Orleans Pelicans, and so Rondo and Boogie have been reunited, which is one of the things that Make Room for Sports is most excited about for this upcoming season. And uh, I see on the outline you're ready to start part one of Rondo and Boogie fan fiction. Yes, I, I did write it. Now my son Dash is here playing with my headphones, so I'm going to do the best I can. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Dave, did you buy tickets in in your ticket buying spree this week? Did you buy? Pelicans tickets oh my or not? god, that is like such an egregious oversight. So as Britt gets his shit together, I'm actually going to Google... You can buy one more pair of tickets? Yes! I definitely nice. want to go see the Wizards versus... I was so impressed by your list of like how many tickets you bought. Oh yeah, so to it's bring great. the fans in on this, I, um, I, got, I got a little excited. So, another play of the week is that... Um, Top plays of the week. The, the NBA, I think this is probably for all teams, but at least the Washington Wizards on Friday... We're recording this on a Saturday, so yesterday they released um, tickets for all of their uh, their home games, all 41 of them, for the upcoming season. And um, as soon as they released them, I bought tickets to see the Wizards play uh, the Warriors, the Cavaliers, the Rockets, and the Thunder. And I was going to buy the 76ers, but they're all on, like, work nights for me. And so I, uh, I did it, and it's a drag. And they're playing them on, wait. like, yeah. So, sorry, you can buy uh, individual tickets for all those games against those great teams? I thought they were always like packaged 
in like ten game no limited season. I wow. think maybe maybe there are limited they're limited about release, but I bought them like as soon as they were released. Oh, that, you should try, man. They're, that's they're, great. They're the probably, Wizards must be really nice. I think like my memory is that to buy like when you're trying to buy Sixers tickets to see any of those teams, you have to buy like a twelve, ten, twelve game package. But maybe that's just maybe if you buy them like soon because they were just released. Uh, um, that could be. Maybe like later on, there's just there's just less availability. Um, but yeah, it's gonna be pretty cool because the Wizards aren't bad. I mean, the Wizards are an okay team. They're like the third oh, or fourth. So much fun to watch too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna get to see the be- the. Like the the tickets are more expensive depending on demand. So the Warriors tickets and the Cavs tickets were pretty expensive. We got pretty shitty seats for those. But mm-hmm. to see the Thunder, um, they were cheap. So I'm getting like pretty close to see Westbrook and and Wall battle each other one on one, which is pretty awesome. And what yeah. if what if LeBron ends up leaving uh, Cavs? That's next year. That's for summer 2018. Okay. But I just wanted to jump. I uh, I should just finish <laughs> like this up and go. Abandon that line of inquiry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's, it's because... <laughs> well, like, you meant it with reference uh, to my ticket, right? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, so no, that's, that's not... I don't think that's true. Oh, I you, you were... <laughs> I was, yeah, because he said the calves, the calves were expensive. But my son is here, and um, so I have to pretty much go. Um, <laughs> but I want to... I mean, we, we wanna... must be around an hour by now, right? We are. Yeah, yeah. we are. Uh, so I can, I, can, minutes, I, think. I can read my fan fiction, and then I really did. I wanted to talk about the skunk in the outfield article you sent Dave because it really opened my eyes to baseball and really taught me like made me think that I could maybe enjoy baseball now well, the and good I had news a lot to say about it is it's not really like a current event so that could be done next next week easily we'll put right. it more towards okay. the top of the outline so that, that'll be something for the listeners to look forward and to something else for next week can we just plug a bunch of stuff um, yes I want to talk about this the cat that got caught in the outfield in uh, I forget I forget what team St. Louis I think and now there's like a oh. big like uh, the cart. Well, we'll talk about it next week. But there's like a they're calling it rally rally cat. I want to talk about that. Oh, awesome. And um and probably first pitches we talked we talked about doing first pitches also. Yeah, big thing on yeah. first pitches is we want to find out who threw out the first first pitch, right? Um, I think I think I, I found out. Okay. Well, what what the other thing I want to find out is I want to make predictions about who we think might throw out the last first pitch. Great question. <laughs> it's great. That's good. It's like good, I want to get a pool. I want to get a pool going for that, and that's probably we'll probably talk to Rick Fox about that next week. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure he's going to be on very soon. So listeners, send in your questions for Rick Fox and Britta. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to uh, read us out with your? What about this this yeah. Justin Bieber thing? Because I just want to. I just want to re- like a reason to use my Justin Bieber drop. Oh, um, what about it? Just that he um, <laughs> he attended. He attended a WNBA game for Breast Health Awareness Month, and um, that's just cool because WNBA is getting a lot of support right now by, you know, celebrities and NBA players and Justin Bieber, who we've talked about, who loves, who will wear any sport, no, (laughs) he'll wear any jersey from any sport, right? Is that what he said? Yeah, he'll wear it. Yeah. There's a really good quote. Any team, any sport, I don't care. So he pr- kind of proved it by going to this WNBA game for the New York Liberty and uh, and showing up and having a photo. I went. I went into. I'm. I'm once again entering um, Simon's Simon's research corner to to get the uh, to get, to get the exact quote because it was too good for us to just paraphrase it. Justin Bieber tweeted on uh, on June 5th. 
I support all sports. I'll put on all caps any jersey from any pro team. If I'm whack for wearing jerseys they give me out of love, then I'm whack. No punctuation at all. And then <laughs> the next tweet said, Leafs above all. But other than that, you give me any jersey that looks cool, I'll throw it on. And then one more tweet. I also don't know enough about sports to really have valid opinion, but I do enjoy sports and enjoy any <laughs> high-level sports game. Any team. <laughs> uh, you would and have so to be he- a monster <laughs> to not find the beauty in that tweet. It's so per- I love that. I love it. And he proved that by attending a uh, New York Liberty WNBA game and wearing the jersey. <laughs> I think Did that, he really? That could be another he wore a jersey at the game. Yeah. That could be another drop. You would have to be a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. All right. So we're going to do Mikel's fan fiction. Yes. And uh, you'll read us out with your fan fiction. Uh, cool. Wait, so, so I'm a little. Before Mikel does that, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to have Arrow say goodnight. Oh, yeah. Um, unless, do we have one more? Like one more quick question for Arrow, um, or uh, yeah, I don't know. Or yeah, maybe this, he'll is, just say. Is he listening? Yeah, he's listening. He can hear you now. Arrow, do you have any favorite athlete, any favorite football player, or basketball player, or baseball player? Uh, well, I have a picture of them, but I don't remember their name. I think I know you like the Philly fanatic a lot. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. cool! Is that the uh, is that the the Phillies um, mascot? The Phillies mascot, yeah. Oh, that's yeah, a, probably that, Philly fanatic. That is yeah. a great. Yeah, I just that's a great read an answer. article about Philly fanatic. Um, oh. How he, Philly fanatic improvs all his stuff. He doesn't make it up. Like I mean, he doesn't plan it in advance. Oh, really? What's his stuff? He's like? a true, <laughs> true artist. Who's that talking? What's that? Era wants to know who, who's that talking. I think it was Baby Dash. Oh yeah, that's, uh, that's that was my son uh, Dash. Yeah, he's he's uh, about one and a half years old. Named after the WNBA he, team, the Houston I, Dash. I heard he's singing Jingle Bells. He thinks maybe Dash was singing Jingle Bells. Does Dash sing Jingle Bells yet? I no, no, he doesn't. Sorry, yeah, I keep putting it on mute. Um, he sings A B C D. Uh, ABC's song. He, he sings does? that one. Yeah. Well, can I we like get, that. I like how our show is. Our show is just devolved into like shabby daycare. <laughs> 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 like at some point during this episode, my sister had to leave, so I'm just here with Arrow by myself, and I didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. So like, I'm also. Mom. You know, mom's gone. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was just gonna call your bluff. I, Mom, because yeah, mom's yeah. gone. <laughs> Forever. I'm gonna rewind All that. All right. Anyway, should we do should we do Mikel's thing and then get out of here? Yep. Let's do it. All right. Cool. All right. Demarcus Boogie Cousins was blindfolded, sitting in the passenger seat. His friend and teammate Rondo, Rajan Rondo, was driving the convertible. The top was down, and they were racing down Tulane Avenue in New Orleans. I can't believe you're making me do this," said Boogie. "I'm so excited," said Rondo. You're going to love it. I just know it. They were listening to Kevin Durant's secret, unreleased hip-hop album. He's better than Jay-Z, said Boogie, as the car slowly came to a stop. Okay, we're here, said Rondo. You could take off the blindfold. Boogie slowly removed the blindfold. It took a second for his eyes to adjust to the light. Ta-da, said Rondo, smiling. Boogie's vision came into focus, and he saw a giant farmhouse. I got it for us, said Rondo. Just you and me. Boogie was speechless. 
you got your kids and your girl. I got my wife and my kid. But this is our escape when we need to get away from it all. You motherfucker, said Boogie. Hey, remember, I'm not cursing anymore, and I asked you not to curse around me. My bad. They stared at the house. I know it looks like shit on the outside, but that's the point. Oh, actually, I'm going to break for a second. I just had Rondo curse, and he's not supposed to curse. That's a mistake. I know it looks like... I know it lo- <laughs> I know it looks like junk on the outside, but that's, that's the point. Wait till you see the inside. Rondo grabbed Boogie by the hand, and they started running towards the house together. What the fuck are you doing? Don't grab my hand like that, said Boogie, pulling his hand away from Rondo's hand. Man, you can't take a joke anymore. You're so stressed out. Stop saying that. I am not stressed out. They entered the house, and it was like another world. All the decorations and everything were ordered from Sky Mall, exclaimed Rondo. Boogie walked over to what appeared to be (laughs) statues of ex-NBA players. It's actually a Gatorade bar, said Rondo. A different flavor shoots out from each one's mouth. There's a roller rink in the basement. There's a sauna. There's a basketball court. There's a fireman's pole. There's a giant slide. One room upstairs is completely padded with cushions from head to toe if you want to just freak out. There's a recording studio if you ever want to finish your R&B album. There's a room for getting tattoos. Every room is equipped with an intercom for addressing the whole house, and Chris Tapps Persingus lives in the attic. <laughs> what, what, if, <laughs> what if I just feel like talking shit, asked Boogie. Oh, there's also a confessional room upstairs with a live-streaming video camera set up. You've really thought of everything, Rondo. One thing, though. When I bought the place, they told me it was haunted. But I doubt it. <laughs> you, you mean like a... G-g-g-g-g-g-ghost? Said Boogie? And that's the end of it. <laughs> Part one. <laughs> Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports. Make room for sports.